Hey everyone, welcome to More Than Meets These Guys. This is a podcast that goes from the beginning of the Transformers animated series with two old friends coming out of different perspectives. Together, we'll go episode by episode with the occasional extra to look at how the show holds up or if it's a trap of nostalgia. We'll be looking at all things involved in the episode, whether there were real-world factors that crept into the writing or if the episode was typical afternoon cartoon fodder. I'm Evan, I'm a lifelong fan, I'm familiar with pretty much all aspects of the fandom and the franchise, while Ed was never really into it, even though he was aware of Transformers when he was younger. So, thanks for being with us today, and uh, Ed, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm, I have a guest today. This oh, is, nice. Um, is this is i'm dog sitting my sister-in-law's dog for the weekend <laughs> and he's very much my friend nice. uh his name is she, uh, when she adopted him his name was tater tot which i don't like saying that uh, i don't uh even though i'm from the south i don't like i don't like the word tater um and i don't so she calls him tater for short i don't like to call him that i call him by his proper landed nobility name of the baron potato von tottenheim so he'll be my guest. Uh, oh, it's a baron, no less. Yes, he's a yes, he's a. He's yes, a uh, I believe there's a German man. term for that, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to butcher that. So, uh, <laughs> but he's uh, so von uh, Potato von Tottenheim. Um, yeah, so uh, I have this weird work schedule right now where I'm uh, I'm working our uh, European shift for a few weeks, and so I'm, I'm basically I'm waking up at three o'clock in the morning and, and doing nothing because it is uh, there's nothing going on over in Europe for us right now. Um, yeah. So I started using that time to to clean up my hobby area, which is also my office. This whole thing you see here uh, for those on, on the audio feed only. Then imagine uh, like a, a kind of a messy office. Uh, but the thing is, when you when you clean up like that, when you start doing those kinds of things, you make a bigger mess. So it looks like your progress is actually regression. And um, which, but I know that you mentioned that you are doing a similar thing with your transformers. Uh, oh, buddy! Tell me, tell me about this. You know, oh, I, hear buddy. Some, I hear there's a, a saga. Yeah, so uh, I'm thankful that I'm still married today. Um, so um, years ago, when I when I like I, I mentioned last episode, divorce, I put a lot of my things in storage. And um, it's it's been a saga over the years. I've gotten things out, moved things around. I actually have a uh, old um, family heirloom um, Barnum family upright piano for you know it's an old circus Ooh. piano. Oh yeah, that's awesome. And uh, that was living in that storage unit for the last eight years. And I uh, once I was able to um, shove it off on another family member, I was uh, <laughs> gladly call the rest of my stuff out out of the storage. Nice. Which yeah. Um, I don't, I don't feel guilty about guilty about that at all. It feels really nice to be, have that weight off me for a while. And, uh, so I was able to get all the rest of my transformers out. It was, it was quite a saga. Of course, it had to be, having to be the one hot day in, in Florida <laughs> during December. I don't know if there's one, but it was like, we went down with that one. And my, my lovely wife who supports me and she's been very supportive here. And, uh, she, <laughs> I, I believe the word was. I think they just multiply. We're not looking. Uh, yeah, there's just more transformers. There's and there's more, and then there's more again. And you know, I, I've used the opportunity to look around at what I have, things that don't hold a, uh, I guess, an emotional attachment for me. There's things that I just I missed. You know, being able to tinker with. Um, there will be more things that grow behind me as I have them in here because this is you know my office, or as the office of the the, uh, the house and. Um, I'm not going to show you that side because it's a wreck. I, I insist on having some sort of, I don't know, controlled chaos behind me. 
And uh, so that's where we're at. So yeah, man, that was, uh, we go down there. It's, it's about three hours to go back to Pensacola from where I'm at now in Auburn, Alabama. And uh, the, the, you know, drive, it was enough. So we get there and we're like, all right, we can do this. Let me tell you, buddy, I donated a lot to Goodwill and yeah, you know, nothing that I wanted to keep. I was a liquor salesman in Florida. So I had a lot of um, liquor in the storage unit that I, <laughs> nothing I wanted. Uh, so <laughs> I'm dumping um, like um, trash pretty much. I just, we, uh, you know, things you over the years, you're like, okay, this broke down over years sitting in storage or this was never important to me or whatever. <laughs> Start to put things in this dumpster. And uh, feeling pretty good about it. I take a load to the Goodwill. Like basically, I had a U-Haul truck, and they're like, "Whoa!" And so I just started hang- handing things out to them, like old, you know, baby clothes for my son, old, you know, kids' toys, things like that. That you know, he's not, he doesn't look at anymore. Of course, kept the Legos. Hey, sorry everyone. In case there was a weird glitch in there, um, my MacBook decided it wanted to restart immediately in the middle of the. Uh, the recording so yeah like i said um took a big load to uh goodwill and we come back over and um we finished loading up everything in the back the piano goes in the back there and we're sliding everything else and we put the rest of the uh the trash at the end of the truck and i'm driving the uh u-haul around and get ready to go to the dumpster at the uh at the um the storage place i don't know you say the name and there's just this uh woman pulling out like liquor and she's pulling out uh just odds and ends <laughs> and I, I pulled pull next to him, like, uh, can I can I help you guys with anything? Like, like look at me, like, oh, oh, oh. I said, hey, if you want my old liquor, because it was like old flavored vodkas and stuff that I'm not. Oh, you know, yeah, pretty, yeah. I'm not gonna name the brand either because it was it was pretty bad though. It was like things we be given as like samples, and you're going, oh, I'm never drinking that. So, uh, no, <laughs> so, no. Oh, yeah, they open the back of the truck and they start throwing things away. Y'all got anything else in there? I said, no. <laughs> it, was, it was a good time. I'm oh, like, y'all, y'all can just dive. I don't care. You know, enjoy because I'm not going to you know, use it all anymore. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I go and I, I load the stuff. We uh, pack up the back of um, back of our uh, SUV and it's packed to the rim. And every so often I catch my, uh, my wife looking at it and like, oh, she's got the far off look. Like, whew. So you okay? Oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And uh, can we come back? And uh, I, actually, I got to finish loading the SUV right now because it was just last night. We got back at like 11:30 back to Auburn. And uh, today, she goes, "What would you do if we didn't have room for it?" I said, mm-hmm. "I'm trying to get rid of some of the uh, things that don't have attachments." So she's like, "Okay, all right, because uh, you have a lot." <laughs> it was like a far off look you know oh man i know like okay um are we are we past the annulment of the marriage phase uh can we can we go past that okay that was it was just one of those things where you know where as a collector i mean i've been past you know post uh childhood you know I, when i first had a job i started collecting again and i've been you know collecting for about you know off and on 30 years and you accumulate a lot during that time so and you you never like like got rid of everything you know, like you've always like even when you've not collected you've you maintained your collection right you never yeah i've like, never i've never you like, like sell everything off like no, uh, like, no, like no. i've done that i've done that some with you know yeah. with like virtually like all my hobbies you know like i used to collect like you know i used to be a big like vinyl guy like back in the 90s and like i sold everything at one point like my record player um yeah. and like all my records i kept one i kept one one record really record um, what is that what what, what one record 
Uh, what was funny is I sold everything to a friend of mine, but uh, there, there's one record that is uh, kind of a thrift store staple around here that um, uh, is a gospel singer that uh, has the same first and last name as me. And oh, dude. it's a very, it's a very funny, it's a very funny cover. Um, and uh, so like, you know, on the front, he's like, it's got this guy like sitting in this big wicker chair, like a, like a Panama Jack kind of, kind of chair, but yeah. he's wearing this like, uh, like, like, uh, like early seventies leisure suit. Um, but like, <laughs> but like on the back it's, um, it's got the same wicker chair, but like his like leisure suit coat is just like draped over it. Like, you know, on the one hand, you, you can think like, oh, yeah, okay, so he's just, you know, he got up and put his, you know, put his head. but like, if you think about, um, you know, how a lot of like those, uh, like, like fundamental Christian th- things tend to go, it's like, oh, no, it's like he, he got called home. And like he just disappeared, and like his he just left like a pile of leisure suit, like a like 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 Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, it's like it's like he like he got raptured and left his God clothes there. You so, uh, so I, yeah, I, I I kept that one record. I I, I buy records now. Um, I, I don't. Uh, I have. I mean, I have a turntable, but I rarely actually play them anymore. But I, I, I like to. I like having the artifact of uh, of like colored vinyl or picture discs yeah. or whatever. And I, and I basically only buy those things uh, you know, if, if it's on like cool vinyl. Um, like if mm-hmm. I see a band that I really like, I'll, you know, I'll buy a record from them. Um, if yeah. they don't have any t-shirts that I want or something like that, I like can <laughs> yeah. you know, buy some kind yeah. of merch, but yeah. There's a, there's a couple of bands I'll, I'll buy vinyl for nowadays, but uh, I really, I mean, I'll, if I find a Tom Waits on vinyl, I'll, I'll grab that or, you know, anything like that. Um, you know, I've, I've shown you like, uh, we, we um, inherited a lot of like yes albums from uh yeah, uh, from my uh, ex-wife or my mm-hmm. my wife's uh, ex-husband, and um, so you know, which I think they're great. I, I will put that on and just let it play. It's just great stuff. We don't play it all the time. Yeah, that's the thing. It's mm-hmm. just it's something to have on sometimes in the background. But I mean, you know, collecting is so funny because I mean, there's silly things. You know, you you look at it and you're like, I have no reason to have that, but it's just kind of cool. Like there's a Grimlock, Mister Potato Head, like a little mini one. Oh, that's all. That's uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, well, you know, it's just a silly thing I found. Like that's really cool. I don't, I don't know why I have it. I think it was like a McDonald's toy or something that someone gave me. But there's these little things that you know, honestly, the the bigger things, uh, the things that um that I have connection to, I was really glad to find them. It's like you know, it's right before Christmas, and it's kind of like my mm-hmm. Christmas right now again. Um, and you know, those of us who collect, and those of us who have, you know, um, we have significant others. Um, it's nice when we find someone who sometimes begrudgingly says, <laughs> okay, I see why this makes you happy. I'll like, yeah, this is important to you. So, uh, so, so yeah. yeah. So, so, all, so, so it's important to me on some level. Yeah. yeah all, all the, all the people listening, you know, um, it's really important that you have, uh, we have those people who in our lives who are, you know, who are supportive of us and the support comes in different ways. The support can come from, uh, listening to us rant about something can come from, uh, letting us, um, you know, watch something we really like and so there are collect things we really like so you know it, it's it's kind of nice um going through that um do my stuff and bring a lot of it you know i guess home as it were it was kind of nice it was a lot of hard work and uh you know apparently for some reason i found the hottest weekend to do this in, in december in florida but it's done and uh i have everything here now and boy let me tell you it's um, I'm trying to keep myself uh, from going through everything and just spending all day in the office and just <laughs> transforming everything. There will be more, more things that show up behind me though. Trust me. So well, good, um, luck with, good luck with that, man. Good luck with that. Dude. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got to find room that's... for it all now. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's a yeah, that's a that's because yeah, I, I know that's a, that's a lot of stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah no, it, it was extremely hot uh, here this uh, this weekend, um, and it's one of those things that uh, once it's uh, quote unquote winter in Florida, I I put a hoodie I I put a hoodie on, and I basically maintain that as a, a suit of armor until uh, I uh, yes right exactly right. I, so <laughs> it, it's 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 a it's a second skin until I molt. Uh, when the spring comes and I, yeah. I very begrudgingly take it off. Um, <laughs> but uh, th this weekend, I just, uh, I resigned to the fact that it's just not actually, it, 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 this isn't a real winter. This is a false winter. And so I ended up running around this weekend in a pair of shorts and um, just to maintain some semblance of it being uh, a, a Christmas season in uh, December, I wore a long sleeve t-shirt uh, most of the weekend <laughs> just to pretend like I was still trying to keep warm uh but yeah this was it was pretty it was pretty warm uh pretty warm out there but uh so yeah, yeah uh, so there's a lot of uh new um, um thompson train toys and a lot of new um you know our matchbox and hot wheels at the goodwill so uh, if anyone in pensacola mm -hmm. really likes the stuff enjoy yourself so mm -hmm. um anyways so this week man war of the dinobots war of the dinobots so um yeah, uh, this one, it was one of those ones that, uh, this was like out of one of the out of order ones, is yeah. that right? Like it was supposed to come earlier, right? Um, so I did some digging on this one. Um, this was, uh, and like a lot of other episodes of Transformers, was written by a dude named Donald F. Glutt. I don't, I don't know if you know much about uh, Donald F. Glutt or not, actually. but a uh, really interesting guy here. So uh, he's he's old school. He started out in the 1950s and the 60s making amateur films, which is cool since uh, my friends and I used to do that exact same thing back in the day. Um, most all of us at some point ended up working in film to some degree or the other for you know you know at various levels and various levels of success from all the way from you know dabbling locally and doing videography all the way up to like directing uh, big Hollywood films. Um, so and making those home movies like that gave us all sort of a foundation for that kind of thing. I think that's a really cool thing. I think it's very important. Um, uh, the, the thing is that when we were doing this in the eighties and the nineties, uh, we were using camcorders uh, that, you know, our, our parents had or whatever, and which, which was easy because we could just grab, you know, like a, like a VHS or a high eight uh, cassette or whatever format we had. And we could just film all day on those things. Cause you know, you're mm -hmm. talking like, you know, six hours of film. And even and if you, like oh, I don't like that anymore. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna record over it. Or it, it, God forbid, you need a new tape. You know, you got to go pay four dollars. You know, the, like and <laughs> you got you got six more hours of, of recording there. That's uh, that's great. Um, but this dude Donald F. Glut uh, was doing this uh, probably on Super Eight, which is a which is a film format. It was an inexpensive film format. You had you get a camera for pretty cheap back in the back in the fifties and sixties. So he had to actually film this stuff and and then he had to get it developed and all the things that go along with that. And there's not a whole lot of margin for error there. You can't just back up and, you know, you have to, anything that you want, want to cut out, you have to physically cut out. You know, this is a process. It's actual filmmaking. Mm -hmm. um, so, but not only do you not know that you messed up immediately, they say something's out of focus or something's out of the shot or something like that, because you don't get, you don't really have a lot of instant uh, feedback you know because the on those old high eight camera uh, super eight cameras the viewfinder was a physical thing that on the one that i had uh, it was built into the handle 
And so you'd pop the handle up and you would look through the handle of the, of mm-hmm. the thing. So if, if you know, if you had it on a tripod or something like that and somebody was out of frame, then you filmed, you know, eight minutes, then, you know, you know, that, that you just wasted a, you know, a reel of film. Uh, but so not only did you ha- not have that immediate feedback, but you're paying for that mistake. And that's not cheap, especially when you're a kid, you know, because you have to pay for the film and that's one use you have to pay to get it developed and that's, you know, and then, and, and then all these things. So I have all the respect in the world uh, for guys that did that uh, since they were sort of making that up as they went along. They didn't, you know, they didn't, there weren't like features like there are now where you can just watch like how, did, how they made Star Wars or mm-hmm. this is how we made, we did these special effects. It was magic, um, you know, back then these guys were just like, well, I wonder if we did it like this. And um uh but yeah um he got a lot of praise from a guy named forrest ackerman uh not sure if uh well um forrest ackerman was a guy that had a magazine called uh, famous monsters of filmland um and he covered old uh monster movies and uh and sci-fi movies and um and that kind of thing um you may not recognize his name or the magazine's name but you probably recognize the typeface of the logo because the misfits stole the band the misfits stole that logo for their uh their logo monster band um uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, Donald Glo- uh, from this, parlayed this whole amateur thing because he did this for for years. Like when mm-hmm. certain, as a kid, he did it into his twenties, um, which I think is very cool. He was you know working a day job, but making dumb like Spider Man movies and his you know with his friends in his backyard when he's like twenty five. But um, he parlayed that into uh, into a professional career, and he ended up uh, writing a lot of comics. Um, he wrote some issues of seventies horror comics, like those old Charlton and uh, uh creepy and eerie and those uh things um wrote some ghostwriter um he did some backup stories in conan um nice. wrote, wrote a ton of books um most of which are about dinosaurs which ties in nicely to him writing this episode and he also wrote the other uh he wrote sos dinobots also um nice uh, but, oh good well side note with the uh the movie monster um you know magazine and stuff I actually was really, really uh, blessed. I'll say that with with no, um, with no, uh, you know, no ulterior motive. <laughs> you know, I, I've uh, moderated at Pensacon uh, about five different years over over, over the years, and uh, one year I was able to uh, moderate. Um, I, do you know who uh, uh, Basil Basil Gogos is? I uh, don't think so. He's one of those one of those TV hosts. Those, no, uh... um, okay. he actually, you know, there's the uh, the classic uh, Universal movie, um, uh, hurry, monster uh, art. Yeah, yeah, that's him. He did all this classic. <gasps> oh, Universal. okay. He's just wonderful, wonderful. A uh, little little Greek man. Um, he's nice. very, barely spoke a bit of English, and I had this huge, um, you know, uh, the room for all the people to be there. It was like the main one of the main ballrooms, and there was a there was a lot a lot of people there. But the people that were there were very devoted. They knew him. When a lot of people don't know, like you didn't recognize his name. I wouldn't have recognized his name unless I did um, the the uh, research, which I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you ever want to um, to look at the, the classic Universal movie monster, you know the old Frankenstein, the old uh, you know fan of the opera um, art, um, Basil uh, Basil, sorry, sorry Basil Gogos, like G O G O S. Great art, really cool stuff. He was such a nice man. His his um daughter was there helping like translate because he was so 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 very Greek. <laughs> but uh, so that's awesome. It was that, extremely that... cool, man. I, I've been able to moderate some uh, interview a lot of really cool people over the years. There, he was one of the neatest. I didn't expect. So, anyways, I'm sorry to yeah, interrupt. That's awesome. you, but, uh, oh no, good. Oh, so um, 
And so Donald Glut actually uh, ended up going to film school eventually and mm-hmm. was classmates with a dude named George Lucas. <laughs> and, and yeah, and so he would go on to write the novelization of The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, I've actually read that years ago. Yeah, so so have I. Um, And uh, then at some point, he started working in actual, in television. Um, And uh, he wrote, uh, this episode, he wrote a a lot more episodes of Transformers. He he wrote some G.I. Joe. Um, He did some GoBots. He did uh, 80s Spider-Man. Some old uh, Captain Caveman. Um, (laughs) He he worked on a lot of those, like, uh, proto-toyad ones. He did a a lot of those. He did um, uh, Centurions. Oh, nice. Uh, I did some Centurions, yeah. Um, But at some point, he started directing uh, actual movies as well. And uh, they all seemed like real bad, low-budget horror films. But he wrote one called Dances with Werewolves. (laughs) 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 I'm not even even making this up. And uh, this is a a fascinating guy. Um, But uh, if you really want um, a a, a good, uh, uh, Mm -hmm. like, peek into that world that that uh that proto like cgi um like special effects world uh there is there's a documentary series on disney plus right now about ilm um that is really really good has a lot of interviews with, with a lot of those guys um that, that worked on those early like uh like special effects movies and uh and you know how how they got the stuff together and and that's that kind of thing and a lot of the guys were, were the they were doing the same thing that glut was doing where they were just uh you know, they were just hobbyists that worked in their backyards and they were like, I wonder if we could make a movie about a rocket ship. And, you know, it was them, you know, just making it look as realistic and as cool as they can. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah I, re- I really like that kind of stuff. And um, uh, yeah, really kind of into the, because it was something that I did. And, um, you know, and, uh, and, you know, I mean, I worked in film very briefly, but uh, it's cool. Uh, it's cool seeing that kind of stuff. And so, yeah. Um, oh. Also, things I remember really quickly before we get on the episode, um, uh, Basil Gogos, he wanted to do still life and he wanted to do um, these beautiful portraits of uh, of the countryside. And he doesn't understand why people like monsters so much. He was like I said, nice little Greek man. He was like, I don't understand why they like the monsters. They're so grotesque, but they like them. So I do them. You know, yeah. uh, that's a, that is a very common thing with, um, with uh, older artists like that. Um, I remember... Uh, it's on a panel or something uh, with uh, John Romita Senior uh, mm-hmm. that used to work for work for Marvel for a, for a really long time and uh, was kind of the foundation of the Marvel style, um, you know, post uh, like Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko. Um, he drew Spider Man for a long time and he drew Spider Man uh, in the seventies and the eighties. Um, and I've gone back recently and read some of those books and uh, man, he does not care one bit about drawing spider-man all he wanted to do was draw like a peter parker going around and doing like everyday things and this guy should have been working for like doing like some weird slice of life thing like you know if if he was born in a different generation he'd be working for like fantagraphics or you know drawing like some sort of like love and rocket style comic or something oh like yeah that. and um yeah, uh, but, uh what's up indie or some image you know slice of life comic yeah 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 exactly yeah he would have been doing something like that and i, I but i think that's cool that he actually like like it, it, but what's funny is if you read those uh that era of spider-man when you're reading it you're like you're like you know you're going i'm mean, like what are the 10 pages of peter parker stuff man and then it's like and then you know the <laughs> spider the spider-man stuff kicks in and you're like no no, no hurry up with this i don't want to i don't care about the, the yeah, Green coming out here it's like i just want to go back to the i want to go back to the peter parker talking to mary jane i want to see what's going on with i, I like that kind peter. of stuff that's yeah, cool, it, cool. It, it's yeah, it's very cool. 
Yeah. But anyway, this episode. So we're yes. episode 11, Dinobots SOS. No awkward segue this no. time. Oh, no, um, not, not, not SOS Dinobots. I was wrong. No, 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 that's right. No, we're uh, War of the Dinobots. War of the, War of the Dinobots. Yes. War of the Dinobots. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. We opened um, the Chip Chase, man. He is using a telescope. He's, in a, he's uh, using like a deep space telescope because, of course, he is. Yeah. Because, of course, uh, yeah. He everything. First of all, my man Double C is back. Yes. And uh, yeah, again, once again, proven he can do it all. He's uh, now he's working in an observatory. He's the Autobot version of Soundwave. Um, he exactly, handles yeah. he handles everything. Um, and uh, we just jump right into this, and he's just mm-hmm. like, and, and he talks to this other guy in the lab, and and they give him a name. They give him a first name, and that is the first and last you see of this other guy in the lab. It's just he's just <laughs> like it's like, hey Steve, there's a meteor coming towards us. Oh man, you're right, Chip. There sure is. That's it. Gone. Like call the Autobots, and that's call it. Autobot, call the Autobots, and like, dude, Spike is writing i think he's in writing in like bumblebee or something but dude he's kicked back he's chilling it's like it, it, dude he looks like he's like riding the limousine to prom he's he like is, he's totally kicked back he does up the drive man he's hanging out in there he's he's having a great time and he doesn't care he's he straight up says i don't care about any meteors i just don't want to see any decepticons yeah there's this, <laughs> this is the point where optimus clenches his fist it could be a great source of power and then it's crackling energy around his fist like he it almost seems kind of diabolical to a callback the last yeah. episode with wheeljack um it yeah it's very weird it could be a great source of power they show up to the observatory and uh yeah. immediately his solution to this whole thing is he's like all right guys transform once again solving problems about transforming every time they do man uh, they're the transformers yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah they show up there man and um you know they just kind of it, it kind of you know assume the situation they're there it's coming in they they got to go meet where it falls but we cut uh back to um to the uh, Decepticon base and megatron is watching the uh, yes of the battle with the uh from sos dinobots <laughs> he's watching the dinobots on tv oh, dude. and but he, like the clip he's watching is just like this weird like two second loop of uh it's like <laughs> the, the three original dinobots and they're just like it's like they're dancing almost it's like they're, they're just like they're just bobbing their heads up and down and like fires come out of their mouth and lightnings come out of horns yeah. and all this stuff and uh dude he just gets mad dude, he's, so he's just mad. he's so angry he's just turn it off i can't watch this and it's like his favorite football team is losing and like, <laughs> and like hey, but, see, but see like I, but like i get that man yeah because because i'm I'm a, I'm a new world saints fan and like this season i yeah, i've done that exact run, same man. thing every week i've done that exact same thing as megatron so me and megatron we're yeah. bros at this Dude. point because we both like both of our teams are just losing all the time I mean, i'm an auburn fan so same here same right here yeah i'm more used to it than you are but <laughs> yeah oh so yeah, uh man there's uh Starscream says something about being a brilliant the way how they they're they're taking him out and Megatron's <laughs> brilliant my boron compressor. Uh, Why do they have a boron compressor? I, man, I don't know. Um, apparently, that's the only way they can uh, they can say you know brilliant my aching butt. Um, that's essentially what he says. You know, it's a, it's a little punch up, but he does the best thing he could possibly do. He sends out his best warrior. To seek out the Dinobot soft spots, he he, he really made a point of saying, "So I find their soft spots, not the weak points." Yep. Soft, and so, yeah. the Egyptian lover comes in. Oh, here he comes! Yes. It's, oh, dude, he, dude, this dude is. Oh, this was so cool, dude. So he flies this, away. 
Yeah, so Middle Gear Solid stuff going on with him, dude. I was just about to say that. So he's creeping <laughs> down this alley in in this, uh, and he's totally Solid Snake, which is my dream crossover. That's something you know. That those are <laughs> probably my favorite video games, you know. And um, yeah. uh, I'm 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 here for him. He's creeping down this alleyway, and he transforms into the into the uh, into the tape deck. He's got like a parabolic mic that creeps up on a tentacle. Yeah, and, uh, he's getting it. He's getting all. Dude, he's getting all the information here. So um, yeah, Optus shows up and has all. Well, all three Dinobots guard the meteorite, and uh, you know he talks about the uh, the meteorite. It's like it's beyond Autobot science. So what does he do? He shoots a piece off. He like, pulls his gun out and shoots a sample off, and it just flies out. And he's like, "You guys, yeah, you guys stand back." Um, I want to talk about this uh, this city though. There, real quick here. Oh yeah. Um, so they're in this they're in this city, this this complete like bombed out mm-hmm. thing. Like the entire media thing happened. Most of this episode happens in this city. That's it's like, where are they supposed to be? There's like crumbling buildings it and there's like ex- yeah, exposed rebar. And oh yeah, they're okay, so they're either in Afghanistan or they're just in Detroit. Because like Ooh, I, I, I don't know where they're supposed to be. Like, are know. they in, are they in some third world country? Because there's no roads anywhere. Notice there's yeah. no roads here. It's just uh, it's it's like a building that is finished but has been bombed out or is just crumbling. And you gotta it's, assume they're it's dirt. They're at least in North America because the Autobots got there kind of quickly, and he goes back and forth to them pretty quickly. So you have to assume that they're at least some uh, North America, but there's no telling. It could be, but, but where? I, I mean, it could be in Somalia for all we. Flipping no. I mean, that's just how it is. Um, it's like it's like the remnants of Burning Man or something. Out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Burning Man were really bad. Yes. Um, so so Burning Man. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know, in the he tells he basically tells you know the Dinobots like, hey guys, I need you to guard this. Could you do me that solid? Thanks a lot. And I'm like, man, the last episode that they were in. Um, as far as the show should go, they were a nightmare. Why would you have them guard some like un like a, a unstable energy source meteorite? They're not. Yeah, they're not real good at taking orders like at all. No. And uh, those are the last guys I would. Uh, yeah. You know, I was like, you gotta stay with me because I need to keep an eye on you guys. Like, like, uh, like, hey, like uh, Wheeljack, you stay here, or Ironhide, <laughs> and, uh, the, the Jeep. Like, you gotta stay here and guard this thing. Yeah, but they're, um, they're they're bruisers essentially, so that's not a bad thing. But then again, like in the cab. When Chip and Spiker are having a great time driving back with Optimus, he goes, "You know what? I'm thinking, uh, Spike. Those are I'm pretty pleased with the Dinobots. I'm gonna have Will yeah, Jack build a couple yeah. more." Yeah, man. So yeah, then Chip, uh, Chip's designing these Dinobots though. Like Will Jack doesn't get to design these. So they they bring in an outside consultant. <laughs> Maybe and, um, so yeah, he starts talking about it in a spark plug. Man, he got real New York City on Chip here. Like he turned into a Sopranos character. He's like, hey, Chip, look, look at this guy. Yeah, with the words and the stick of what's and the Tricera who's. Is there anything you don't know about Chip? He says we're all thinking. We're all thinking the same thing. Like, what can't Chip not do? He truly is the everyman. He is. He is. Uh, yeah. he is. Yeah. He's. He's the sign. He is Bill Nye um, as a sixteen-year-old. Apparently, um, oh, yeah, he does everything. Best thing ever, though. Next scene after you know they they start they're starting to you know figure out plans for the Dinobots. Cool. Next scene though, the Egyptian lover is back. Yeah, and he's doing something. Actually, his character. Um, if you ever read the uh, the write-ups, like they call them the tech specs. Basically, a paragraph of information about the character, and um, Soundwave is uh, it's kind of feared because 
he can tune into the sound waves of 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 brains functioning and whatnot and kind of like he's almost quasi psychic so of course he does a brain scan and figures out the dinobots with like three lines of dialogue <laughs> it's like slag wants to fight enemies grimlock thinks octopus is strong but he's stronger and uh sludge just wants to obey whoever's the strongest so he brings back to megatron <laughs> these guys are just 40k uh like warhammer orcs it's straight up they're, they're just they're just warhammer orcs. They, they, they just they just want to fight like uh like they just want to fight and like whoever's the biggest and the meanest like that dude's the leader that's uh, that, that, that's that's yeah that's that's Warhammer in a nutshell. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. great because Megatron's like Slag is hostile, Grimlock's arrogant, and Sludge is just stupid. Yeah, there's no if if answer buts about it. But he proves that though, because he sends uh, the he sends the jets out, and uh, <laughs> Sludge looks up and goes, uh, "Planes, <laughs> just like that." <laughs> One of them figures out in their Decepticon, so they they, uh, they decide to brawl with these guys, and uh, yeah. and then uh, at some point they they uh, everything's fine. They're, like they're yeah, they're, they're, they're bros with these up. guys, and Megatron yeah. shows up, yeah. And um, but so then like the three jets are uh, they decide to get the meteor and take it back because I guess they want to use this to make Energon. Uh, yeah, of course. Which is a, a very a very a very secondary plot in this episode. Um, but they, so they just take these these cables and they transform into jet mode and they're dragging this uh, this giant meteorite, um, like trying to drag it off the ground. It's like they're uh, like the three unladen swallows carrying a coconut on a line between them. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty um, accurate. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty comical because it took them a lot of energy to uh, to get this thing off the ground. Um, Probably they probably expended as much energon as they're actually going to produce from this thing uh, yeah. down the line here. So. There's there's this great line. I I want to say it's I want to say it's slag when they're uh, they're getting ready to take off the uh, meteorite. He goes, "Hail him, Grimlock!" <laughs> I mean, hey, come on, guys! Dude. Like, uh, planes and hail him, Grimlock. Yeah, this yeah, this guy, this guy here. So, um, they're, but they're yeah. back to all about base though. Oh, they're finalizing the yeah they're they're building yeah they're building these new uh, Dinobots quickly man they got like a, these cool like this crane going on and they're uh, they're building, yeah. building these dudes and then but they uh... this is a great scene where a uh, spark plug is looking at this big instruction booklet he scratches <laughs> the instruction booklet says outline plan deske like they couldn't put design on there all the all the way so it's like deske it's and... also ba- it's also backwards. Yeah, it is. Well, you know, because that, that that was on that was on the back of the of the book, unless it's oh, uh, unless the Autobots write in Japanese, yeah, unless the Autobots write in Japanese, uh, like I don't know, if it's, yeah. like, it's like manga, um, <laughs> like yeah, uh, yeah. He was real confused by that. I don't know why he was looking at. It. I don't know what he's going to do with it because um, he turned in from be- to to being this real smart guy that knows how to do all kinds of uh, of industrial jobs or whatever to being like oh, I'm just worthless when it comes to like actually building things like you know you can mine all this stuff and you can do all these other things but yeah, yeah you can uh, drill it but uh yeah, that's it that's it man yep um so yeah they they, uh, they activate the uh, uh the new Dinobots and um they 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 do they go through the toy ad thing where they uh, they both transform and they introduce themselves which I I, I love that scene yeah. um but Swoop's voice though he just comes in I am Swoop. Like he's uh, in this proto death metal band. Like he's from like Sarcophago or Venom. He actually or something does like sound this. like Venom. Uh, he did. Yeah, you could yeah. you could just transplant that dude's voice onto like uh, like uh, anyone from Sweden. You could. 
Oh yeah, he could sing for like yeah, he could sing for like vampire, uh, some death metal. Yeah, uh, that was cool. Um, Yeah, then they start they start sparring at this point. They they go into like a they're just like all right, let's all fight. Let's see how let's just see how everybody fights. And Autobots are real excited to the the cars are. Oh, I get to fight. (laughs) (laughs) Go all out. I get to fight. They they uh go at at them hard and uh they the Dinobots just the two new Dinobots uh swoop and uh snarl pretty much snarl off the floor of them. Yeah, um yeah, yeah, uh yeah, um Swoop is kind of uh he's cool with it. I, I like this guy. Um yeah. I, I had that that is one of the very few Transformers I owned as a child. Yeah. Um and also I was a big fan of uh of pterodactyls, pteranodons, flying dinosaurs. Oh, wow. I'm a fan of these guys. I think yeah. those kids are. Um, and he's cool. He's I, I like him a lot. Um, and uh, he and he looks real cool. And he was uh, he from what I recall from being a kid, he looked real cool. Um, the toy was that was actually a really really good uh, transforming guy from what I remember. Yeah, um, he, was no, I, he, was no tra- I, he was no tracks, but uh, he was. You know, pretty <laughs> he um, I haven't found mine yet. I'm digging through my stuff. I would have him out to show you. Mm-hmm. But yes, very cool. Um, so yeah, they uh, they basically they beat up on him, and uh, it, it just doesn't work out really well. Um, but back to uh, the the where the meteorite was. Optimus Prime goes by himself to uh, check on the Dinobots. Yeah, he shows up. He's like, "Where's the meteorite? Where are the Dinobots?" And Slag just opens fire on him, and they start going at it. And he holds his own pretty well for a while. He, he freaking grabs a brick wall outside of a house, throws it on slag. <laughs> it doesn't even fall apart. He throws a whole brick wall. So uh, Optimus Prime, uh, you know, he has like these ear things on his head, right? uh, like on the sides of his head. Yeah. But uh, when he, he's trying to call the base, and when he does, he has like these little antenna antennas pop, pop out. These little, it's like an old like cell phone antenna comes yeah. up out of this, like an old Nokia antenna comes up out of his ears. But um, it out, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, man. You get the signal, right? You get to get more bars. Um, Slag sounds just like Solomon Grundy from Super. <laughs> he does, um, uh, and which is cool because I always like always like Solomon Grundy. Um, uh, he, another big dumb guy like smash things. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Through, through the whole brick wall, it didn't fall apart. That was some good mortar. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what they're making. I don't know what bombed out city this is. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, it took a while to get through it. I guess. The um so yeah they, there's a big fight and he holds his own for a while but eventually you know they, they defeat him some um, sludge make uh, makes a crevice in the ground and they beat him down in there yeah. and they're all down looking at him he's like is he dead <laughs> he just pulls an arm up he's like no he's not <laughs> dead yet and they were getting ready like Slag is getting ready to shoot him kill him he's like no 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 Grimlock stops him he says why'd you stop me he's like uh you know look. I I pretty much I respect his strength, so let's help him out. And then he takes him to uh, Megatron, which you know there we go. That's that's yeah. uh, the whole thing of the episode. And the best part about that is Megatron doesn't want Optimus. He's like, why didn't you kill him? Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, like why is this guy so functional? Like, he was yeah, he wasn't real happy with, about this at all. Um, so uh, the Dinobots have this thing that I think is hilarious, where like they understand. The concept of pronouns and they use the they use pronouns but they have to clarify each pronoun after they use it so they can't you know every time the grimlock refers to himself he refers to himself as me grimlock or <laughs> but if he refers to someone else it's like no you optimus prime uh he has to he has to, to use both and clarify every time 
I cannot wait until we bring uh, get to uh, a plague of insecticons because you're gonna lose your your. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, that's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, but yeah, you're completely right. They 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 don't understand um, vowels. They don't understand. You know, um, it's just like they 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 talk like cavemen still. They they right right. You know, but 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 it's it's weird because it's it's almost like I, I feel like. I don't know. That, that, that's kind of a weird thing where you use the uh, the pronoun and the and the proper noun as well instead of just doing like one or the other. Like, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It, it, it's funny that but they take off and fly in robot mode. Uh, oh yeah. Which uh, again, that's okay. That's fine. But something funny about this part was I don't know why I found this so uh, humorous, but like, so Grimlock took Optimus Prime's gun. And he just like tucked it under his arm, and, uh, and he's, he's like, and it's there for like for a while. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's he flies around with this with this giant like Autobot rifle, which is like canonically the second most powerful weapon in the Autobots armory, next to uh, I can't remember who it was. Who, who was it that had that super powerful uh, cannon in like like four episodes ago? Oh God, I don't remember. I don't, it's that that's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so uh yeah so they, they drag optimus prime up uh, in front of uh, megatron he's not happy but like but then optimus prime starts trying to warn megatron about the meteor that the meteor is going to blow up like, he's trying to save megatron at this point like um, uh, yeah. like like it's going to blow up anyway it's, he's not telling him to stop it he's just like hey save yourself and get away like why like you know it's it's the whole thing of the hero you know he 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 wants to defeat megatron but he he wants to he doesn't want megatron to i guess be defeated by sheer stupidity he wants him to I guess fallen battle or something. I don't know. Maybe he thinks he's, he can reach out to him still and still, you know, come to a, the terms with Megatron. I don't know. But, but the thing is, Starscream is like, you know, he's also trying to tell him. And, you know, as you'll see in uh, episode uh, Fire in the Sky, when that we go to that one, that's a uh, Skyfire's episode. Mm-hmm. Starscream, um, you know, he used to be a scientist. Uh Yes, he was really? yeah. a scientist. He was an explorer yeah. and stuff like that. So he shows like, <laughs> Starscream's like, look, it's going to blow up. I'm trying to tell you that it's a bad idea to sit there and drill it. He, he's basically, he's he's polishing off his old scientist uh, chops here and trying to say it's unstable. Un- I'm sorry, unsta- unstable, instability. I got a little twisted there. But uh, Optus, yeah, he does the same thing. But Megatron doesn't believe either of them. Until it's too late. Until it's too late. Until yeah. it's too late. Yeah. But um, and before that, though, Swoop and Snarl show up, which I don't understand. This they both fly off separately, and when they they um they they show up, Swoop's holding Snarl like he can't. He like ran out of gas or something in the, in the air. Yeah. And on the yeah, that was weird. Um, but before this, uh, at the arc, um, Bill Jack is just watching the meteorite on TV. Um, he just has <laughs> yeah. a, he just has a channel tuned into the to the meteorite. Um, uh, but uh, somehow, so uh, Spike was like, "Oh, we got guys, we got to get there." And uh, but he's like, "Oh, we're not fast enough to get there. Uh, we can't get there. We're not fast enough." But I know who is the, the Dinobots. Yeah, like uh, okay, I want a robot dinosaur that's going to be somehow is going to be faster than a, a robot that can turn into a car, a race car. Because they legit, fly, like a legitimate race car. Well, the, the, the Autobots can fly. Besides, what about Skyfire? Skyfire's made he's for not this. here yet. He's oh my god. 
You got to remember, man, they should. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So I think uh, maybe in the next episode, we'll it might be, I'll check it, but uh, Fire in the Sky comes soon. So they don't have uh, Space Taxi yet. Okay. Oh, he was in Ultimate Doom. He's not in the the show yet. Because Ultimate Doom should come after that. Yeah, it should have been like a season finale kind of thing. Okay. But uh, yeah, so yeah, and anyways, uh, yeah, so they're the only Autobots there who can fly because Autobots apparently all forgot how to fly at the end of the uh, opening episodes. So yeah, they they get there and uh, it, they don't even tell them like we have uh, you know a couple who can. They don't even say, "Hey, Dinobots, go help out." They got they take off. They're like, "All right, we we understand it. We got the hint. Bye." Yeah. <laughs> Fly off. But so they they show up and but but dude, Grimlock goes back to the tactic of biting the wings. He does. He it bites. Uh, yeah, he bites. The, the wing biting is dude, that's where it's at. And I'm telling you, that's the that's the power move. It's like a it's like a um, Godzilla move. It really is. It really is. Like, think about Godzilla fighting, like you know, uh, any any of the flying, uh, um, you know, kaiju's, big flying. Uh, he would. He would. Oh, he's gonna you know, Rodan or uh, Mothra. Um, yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, he's gonna bite those wings. All right. So, um, yeah, basically, you know, the uh, Swoop and Snarl show up, and they're really, I mean, they're kind of mopping the floor with them for a few minutes. And then you know, so, like, you know, like like the, the the wing by thing, you know. It was it was you know it's Grimlock's go to though. Um, yeah, they they kind of got uh, yeah, I mean they kind of I don't know. It's like they showed up for a for a couple of minutes and then they got kind of taken out. Um, it was it's, it's like in uh, like when you're watching wrestling and um, yeah. like they have like the at the Royal Rumble, you know, you have like um, you know halfway through like one guy comes in, you're like, oh man, oh yeah, this is this is rad. It comes Tito Santana. And he comes in, and then like he just cleans house for like you know forty five seconds. And you're like, oh, but Tito's gonna, oh, Tito's awesome. And then like, like you know, like Greg the Hammer Valentine just tosses him out. You know, that's kind of what it was like. <laughs> yeah, actually, there's, like, a, there's there's this troop uh, in the actually they did really uh, bad in Beast Wars uh, Transformers where the new uh, the new character would come in and they would be able to beat everyone, and they episode it in, and they all go do a thing. So yeah, they're like the new uh, the new you know characters and. They do well for a few minutes, and then it just kind of, kind of evens out. But the whole clincher here, man, the meteorite is going up. Starscream goes to Megatron. See, it's going, and Megatron and him fly off. And uh, Optimus Prime, being the noble leader that he is, jumps and uh, basically tries to cover up uh, Grimlock. Like he he's jumping on the grenade, pretty much for Grimlock, even though Grimlock can really he can take the blast. You know, he's not he's not going to get hurt. And uh, the whole thing comes in. Uh, Grimlock's like, hey, guys, Optimus Prime's tougher. He he risked his life for us. And then, you know, he kind of says, hey, look, Optimus, I'm sorry. Shake hands. We good. And that was like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're good. It's kind of the end so, of the episode. You're like, hey. Yeah. Megatron. There was a there was a part where Megatron was uh, screaming orders. And what he was <laughs> look, he was doing a uh, Sieg Heil. <laughs> he was animated like as he was God. giving a Sieg Heil off the screen. Uh, yeah. That was funny. Um, but yeah, yeah, Grimlock was just real impressed with by, by the uh, by the sacrifice. And um, so this dude has switched sides four times since he's debuted at this point. Like, um, probably, probably probably more technically. I, technically, I guess more. And um, and then he just but he just admits he's like, man, OP. I'm real sorry, man. Grimlock was just real jealous. Grimlock. He's like, sorry, Grimlock was Grimlock was jealous. <laughs> like, that was like that was it. Probably the that third was person now. 
that was what was wrong. That was what was wrong with you. Me Grimlock was jealous. Like jealous, jealous of his, of his strength, I guess was what he was jealous of. But it was just real. Yeah. Like uh, I don't know, man. It just kind of came out of. It just kind of like came out of. This one ended extremely abruptly. Oh yeah. Um, like we didn't even get like a you know like Spike you know doing like a like a like a freeze frame like ha ha and and then it freezes and when he drives off and like jazz or something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, there was, was this whole was, like um they'll shake hands like they they made up at the playground. They're everything. Yeah, they said sorry. They shook hands and all right, that's it. Yeah, I guess we're going to march the arc now. Um, yeah, yeah, this was a weird one, man. Um, you, you know, the, the entire episode uh, seemed like just a vehicle to introduce the two other Dinobots. Oh, it was completely. Um, yeah, but you know, I'm not entirely sure why they were staggered like this. I don't know if, you know, or why they didn't just drop them all at the same time. Since I, I think that all the toys came out at the same time, I think that all five of yeah. them were released at the same time, right? Yeah. They were. Um, um, uh, the thing was, though, was I didn't feel like they did. They did terribly much. They, they showed up and they, you know, they, <laughs> you know, they, they transformed and they said their names and then they had that that, that quick battle and then they got tossed out of the out of the the Royal Rumble real quick. Um, the swoop looked real cool and all that, yeah. um, but he just sort of got ta- gotten taken out. And uh, the main story here was more like Brimlock switching sides and finally coming to respect Optimus Prime as the leader. Like that mm-hmm. was the main thrust yeah. of the story. Um, but we did have some some cool toy ads. Uh, a ton of fights in this one. It was just like was everybody's fighting. Everybody's fighting in this one. It was a, um, it was a Royal Rumble, man. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, tons of fights. Um, you know, we get we get a cool. Uh, third world city that was all bombed out and some Metal Gear Solid style sneaking around and uh, so Kid Brain here is going to go Kid Brain is going to be real generous because it was just like new Dinobots I got new Dinobots, I got a giant brawl, I got I got all this cool stuff um, Kid Brain is going to go three and a half uh, cardboard boxes for sneaking around <laughs> out, of, out, of, out of five um, Adult Brain is going to have to go too man because this is, to be honest man this is probably the least entertaining episode we've watched so far and and, and by that i don't mean that like it, it, oh, God. i mean that in a way that like like even the ones that are bad that we've watched previously yeah. the ones that are just like oh man that was just not a good episode um <laughs> at least they're funny yeah. um or, or they have something that you can go hmm what about that you know what about this thing you know you can do that with most of these episodes uh but this one was just it was just sort of there it was just sort of like a oh. It was just like a real, just by the numbers, like we're gonna introduce these characters. Like, th- like there wasn't even like any animation flops for me to make fun of. And, yeah, um, not really. You know, and it was like uh, I don't know. Like, um, I mean, so I went to some cool stuff in it, but it's uh, well animated. I mean, Dang. It, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. You guys got you guys got to give me some some comedy fodder here, man. I don't right. like uh, this. You know. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it. Like I said, it wasn't bad. It was just kind of okay. Yeah. Um, that was good. Um, yeah, that was what, you know, like during this one, if I was a kid watching this, you know, I, I probably would have been playing with my Transformers while I was watching this. Um, you know, like, uh, like I, it, you know, like it would it basically kind of would have kind of become like background. You mean like uh, I was I doing? Yeah. Uh, you were probably playing with them while you were watching it this time, weren't you? Yeah, I knew it. I knew uh, it. Yeah. Playing with that giant dude behind you back there, whoever that guy is. Uh, that guy was like Zarek. Uh, the Japanese uh, series uh, baddie guy. Oh. Yeah, he's from uh, Master Force. He's a oh. giant uh, black, red, and gold scorpion. And uh, oh. basically, undead, um, you know, big bleeder guy. Anyways, 
so that's, yeah, uh, uh, pretty cool. I didn't I didn't know that Black Zarek was actually a, a, like a, a dude. I thought yeah, that well, I was like just a, a guy that posts on message boards. Yeah, like yeah, a real yeah, a real uh, cool guy. He's a real cool guy that posts on message boards. Yeah, I, I like seeing his I like seeing his stuff, but yeah, I didn't know that was a real character. I was oh, yeah, that's, exactly. that's awesome. It was, it was, he's a real okay. character. Uh, but the, yeah, the, the the dude on there, Black Zarek, he's a, one of my oldest friends online. He's uh, he's oh. very knowledgeable. He's a uh, he's a very nice guy. Um, so yeah, anyways, uh, that, yeah, that's what that is behind me and next to him's, uh, star saber and so on, but, uh, that's, that's a whole other, you know, episode, No, but, uh, so, yeah, so, yeah. What did you think? Uh, man, I'll tell you, it was a funny episode. I, I loved how, um, how, <laughs> how blunt Megatron was and sludge is just stupid, but, uh, really, man, it was, it was just an episode to introduce a couple more characters they should have introduced during SOS Dinobots. You're completely right. Um, and, but it's also, it's also one of those episodes that I really liked because Snarl and Swoop are my two favorite of the Dinobots. Snarl is, uh, one I always really liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so really, I guess the, uh, Autobots are really getting really good about assembling, uh, Dinobots now. They're just, they're churning them out, man. But, uh, I'd like to say I, I give this a higher rating, but I got to agree with you, man. I will give it two unstable meteorites that are just MacGuffins of the episodes out of uh, out of five. It's, you know, it's nothing wrong with it. It was just a fun episode, but um, it was there to introduce character. Um, and this is kind of a shame because other episodes like Fire in the Sky, when we get to Fire in the Sky, are also episodes to introduce characters, but it actually gives some character development. Here, I mean, the character development you got was Grimlock saying like, you know, he's arrogant. And yeah, well, I mean, you know, he finally came out kind of. I feel like he kind of came around to uh, to Optimus, to Optimus Prime as being like, as being the leader because you know we had a real problem with that in the last one. So I mean, I mean, there was a little character development. I just didn't. Think yeah, it, it's it, like, it, all, it all seemed real kind of in the background, but um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, like showing up Optimus Prime as the alpha of the group. You know, he, like well, he's 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 the strongest. He he'll be a leader, I guess. But you know, uh, Grimlock also he's kind of the, he's a leader of that little faction of Autobots. He's the leader right. of, the, of the Dinobots. Dinobots. So uh, Slag and Sludge look up to him completely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so he says, "Well, Optimus is stronger than I am." Like, all right, fine, we'll we'll follow him then. So in, in a way, I guess it was kind of development. But yeah, it really. Uh, besides that, nothing really happened. Um, so yeah, two. I mean, two is pretty generous. I think um, it's. I'm saving one for some really really bad ones yeah it comes up in season two and then season three so that's that's going to be uh those are going to be special episodes so yeah two's pretty two's pretty much uh what i would go with here as well man um and i got by the way i wanted to say uh i got an email back from uh tim i'll i, I can send it to you um for our whose email i read last week oh yeah uh he was he's he's talking about uh his friend chuck would have really liked our show and uh, he appreciated reading the email so uh, it was really cool um i'm really enjoying awesome starting to interact with the people who are listening to us and i'll, I'll tell you guys um guys girls um and every, everyone in between um if you are enjoying this and you know people who enjoy it also please i mean if you wouldn't mind you know send them a link you know text them a link on the facebook messenger discord whatever you want to do um I, i'll tell you um promoting a podcast especially one like us is really small is really tough. I'm out, I'm out there like slinging uh, links everywhere I can go to who will, you know, of people who will let me and trying to, you know, garner up listenership because I want to, I personally want to build a community. I know Ed does too. He's enjoying the community that's, that's building. And um, it's, if you, you know, like us and you want to come back and listen every week, but you know someone else who might like it, an old friend from back home where you grew up or whatever, send the link, you know, y'all can talk about it. You know, we'd like to build the community. Um, 
Speaking of that, the Discord link I always put in the show notes. I'm learning how to use Discord. Uh, my I should have asked um, my uh, my stepdaughter how to uh, use it correctly because I was I was informed by uh, Black Zurich actually that you can create a permanent link for Discord. Apparently, the link I had on there was a temporary link, so I edited all the other show notes. But a okay, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna you straight up that uh, nothing in the world makes me feel like an old like yeah. Discord. I I, I cannot I, like I, I would be in there and chatting every day, but um, uh, I I feel like uh, I, like a 70 year old accountant uh, that constantly <laughs> forget, for his, forgets his password, and uh, and yeah, I can I never stay logged in. And once I get logged in, I can't figure out how to navigate through those things. So um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah it's, so yeah. if it's one of those things that if uh, yeah, if you ever message me on. Uh, on discord i don't respond um it, it's not because i'm ignoring you it's because i don't know how um so send me an electronic mail uh so yeah you can uh, reach me personally at at hatestransformers at gmail.com um, and um and more than me says guys at gmail.com uh the twitter is mtmtg pod you can search. You can search for us on Facebook. Also, there's a Facebook oh, yeah. uh, page um, that I try to I try to keep updated with every episode. Um, and yeah, you can communicate there. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any, any of those any of those methods. You can write us a letter if you want. If you want to, also. Um, yeah, yeah. If you, um, if you really want to, uh, you know, write us a you know handwritten letter. Uh, get a hold of that'd me. Be, and I will. I will give you addresses. But I mean, honestly, that'd, be, that'd be that'd be real cool if you did. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Um, you know us. We'd love to hear from you guys and uh, girls and bots and whoever else in between. Um, it's really cool. It makes us feel like we're not screaming to the void. But I do this anyways, even if we're screaming to the void, because I get to hang out with one of my old friends every week, which is really cool. Every week. Every and week uh, awesome. Yeah, and like honestly, people tell me tell us it's kind of why they enjoy the show because it's like kind of hanging out with a couple friends talking about episodes, and it's a little slice of life for uh, for us. And uh, anyways, yeah. So that that said, uh, Ed, you want to take us out with anything this week? Yeah, this is a two part quote today. Um, yes. char- char- character A, you're either lying or you're stupid. Character B, I'm stupid. I'm stupid. <laughs> Where's that from, dude? I know that <laughs> somewhere. That's Megatron and Starscream from uh, one called Triple Takeover. Oh god, that's a great episode too. That's gonna be season uh, two. Oh yeah, I, I hope that it, it involves uh, one of the guys that turns into three things. No, uh, well, yeah, yes, uh-huh. it actually, it's two of them. Oh, oh it is. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, that that I'm stupid. I'm stupid. Is uh, Starscream pleading to uh, be not be killed? So yeah, we'll get there. Oh okay. I think one of those guys is called uh, Blitzwing. I, I yes. think right. Okay. Blitzwing I and still, then I, Master Train. Um, oh, that is right. Yeah, I remember Astro Train. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah um, Astro Train. When I was, uh, I remember one year for Easter, my grandma got me a uh, instead of an Easter basket, she got me an Easter uh, uh, trucker hat with Astro Train on it and with a full really? candy. Yeah, I, I, it was real weird. I don't know why she decided to pick that out. It was, um, uh-huh. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, cool. And yeah, our right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for being here again this week, and uh, I'll uh, look. I look forward to it. And uh, by the way, um, we just. I, I broke you know 800 downloads this uh this past week so big thanks there um we're like guys i guess it's getting out there and people are listening so that's really cool so thanks so much for guys for being here and uh checks on youtube uh if you are uh, re- listening to this i'm gonna have the youtube link in the show notes also but also you can just search more than meets these guys and we'll be there all right y'all take it easy thanks so much for being here <laughs>